Luke's Gospel and chapter 11 and verses 9 and 10, Jesus is speaking, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door is open. The first point I want to make is that this promise and series of promises is made to God's children. All right? It's not a promiscuous promise. You can't put it outside your church as a text that people passing by without a thought of God can read and claim as theirs. Um, they will. Oh, sounds good to me, they'll say. I'll ask for money to go to Las Vegas. I'll ask that I'll win the lottery. And God says, ask and it will be given to you. No, this is not a promiscuous promise. You see, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? These words are spoken to the children of God. His followers have watched him and heard him pray, and then they want to know, um, well, how can we pray? What should we pray? And Jesus is speaking to them about this. He's our Father in heaven. If you have spurned the Lord Christ and are obeying another Lord, then there is no comfort to you in these words. The first thing, you have to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. To As many as received him, to them he gives this promise. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. The second thing I want to say to you is that this promise is not urging unbelievers to seek for the Lord or his spirit. Um, I want every person to come and hear the gospel. I want them to come to church and meet with the people of God. Uh, Paul tells the crowd listening to him in Athens, he tells them, seek the Lord. On every street corner, there's an altar. On every street, there's a temple. And uh, he says, well, you seek. Don't think they all say the same thing. Don't believe that. Uh, you, you seek to hear Jesus Christ being loved and worshipped and praised. Um, you seek the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what you must do. The promise is not for unbelievers to seek for the Lord or his spirit. Because in the Bible, the Lord comes seeking for us. He's the good shepherd. He searches for us. He looks for us. Um, God is seeking you this afternoon in our gathering for prayer, in my words, in the Bible you read, uh, in the Christian books that people have given to you. God is showing that he is seeking you. And you should then, ah, I'll, I'll go where people love the Lord Jesus, where they speak warmly of him, where they say there is only one way to God, one truth, 
and one life, and that's all found in Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is not some object that you're going to seek for, but where will I find him? Do I have to climb the Himalayas? Do I have to go to an island in the South Seas? Is that where I go to find Jesus Christ? No, he He comes. He comes seeking you. He He's here with us today as we meet in his name. Um, his words are not, uh, now you must seek. He says, you must come to me. I'm here speaking to you. I'm here offering myself to be your Lord, your shepherd, your king, your teacher, your companion, your best friend forevermore. Take him, enter. I am the door, he says. So what should we seek? What is Jesus saying when he tells us to seek? Well, he's saying, of course, go where two or three are gathered in my name, or where my name is exalted. But he's saying more than that. He is saying to us, we should seek him to fulfill his promises. And uh, we should ask ourselves when we pray whether we've got a promise, whether... Um, We've got a word from the Lord that says to us, for example, I'll work all things together for your good. Have we got a word from the Lord that says, I shall supply all your needs richly in Christ Jesus? Have we got a promise from the Lord that says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Um, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Are there such promises? Does the Holy Spirit give such promises to those of us who uh, want him and love him and want to serve him? Um, because every promise he will fulfill. He will work all things together for our good. He will teach me in whatever state I am therewith to be content. And all our assurance is to be found in the promises that he has made for us in his word like that. And our expectation and our joy should be finding again and again through our lives how the Lord fulfills all these promises. Um, we can only break our hearts if he fails to fulfill my, my, the, the promises that he makes to me. And so he has said, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. He has said that in the book of Joel and on the day of Pentecost, the first definitive outpouring took place. And since then, for the last 2000 years, he has baptized us with his spirit into the body of Jesus Christ. And we become believers. And he assures us that um, if we who are not perfect yet know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will our Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Our Lord is saying, ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask him. He doesn't say agonize for him. He doesn't say be totally yielded and then you may have him. Uh, renunciate all sin, perfectly consecrate yourselves to him. My friends, we are all sinful men and women, imperfect in our faith. 
But he says, ask, ask for it. You see the situation. Um, here are the disciples and they're listening to Jesus preaching the Sermon on the Mount. And he's saying such glorious truths. And they're looking at one another, these fisher folk and tax collectors. And they're saying, how can we live like this? How can we love our enemies? How can we turn the other cheek? And Jesus' great answer is, ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask for strength from above. And uh, God will help you. He will give it to you. In order to live the Christian life, you need the Spirit of Jesus Christ to be in you. And so ask for that. Um, the Christian life is one of ethical stringency, severe, relentless service of the living God. The burdens are heavy and the Lord lays down precepts about church life and family life and prayer life. And we tend to think to ourselves, um, who then can be saved? And so our Lord Jesus says, ask, it will be given to you. Seek. You will find, knock, it will be open to you. Ask for the grace to pray for the things that I want you to perform. And um, that's where the energy comes from. That's the source of our strength and our comfort. That's how we can say, I can do all things through Christ hearing and answering our prayers and giving us the Holy Spirit. So um, that's the great challenge. Are we asking? Are we hungering? Are we thirsting after righteousness? Are we uh, saying for me to live is Jesus Christ? This one thing I do. Um, what's more important in life to you than that? What's more important than glorifying God in all you do and enjoying him? Are you saying Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. So I'm saying to you, don't be half a Christian. Don't be almost a Christian. Um, but be altogether one who says day by day when you wake up, Lord, I can only get through this day with the strength that your Holy Spirit gives me. I can only please you. I can only speak a word for you. I can only pray a prayer if you will help me by giving me the Holy Spirit. Those who ask him. I know we can meet together and we can say things are tough in the parts of the world in which we live, but um, that's not the end of it. In those tough parts of the world, this promise still applies. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you will find. How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit, to them that ask him for it. So, my friends, how marvelous is the love of God for us? How willing is he to give his grace to us? We are, um, we are in the depths. We are in darkness. And Jesus Christ can see us. And he says, Father, uh, that woman in South Africa, that man in Europe, th those young people in Greenville, they need the Holy Spirit. Father, send the Holy Spirit. Send them strength. Send them wisdom. Send them contentment. Send them trust. Help them. 
send the spirit upon them now. And he encourages us by this triple exhaltation. Ask, it will be given to you. Seek, you'll find. Knock, it will be open to you. And so, my friends, isn't it wonderful that we've met here today and we've met with our Savior once again. We've almost given up, but God hasn't given up on us. Um, our Lord came seeking for us when we were lost sheep and he found us. And I'm saying to you, then take him. Take him in the glory of his person. Take him and uh, ask for his indwelling presence to fill your whole life. So I'm saying to those of you, most of you who are saved, I'm saying to you, seek. Never stop seeking. Never stop asking. Never stop crying mightily to God for his blessing and his help. And uh, those of you who are still on the borders and not yet saved, I am saying, I have a savior for you. I have a good news, some good news for you. Here is uh, a savior who loves you and has brought you to hear my commendation of my Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, you, can, you can take him now. He is offering himself to you. Take him and you Christians seek for strength from him to do his good and perfect will and ask all the time for his Holy Spirit to help you. Amen.